Welcome to Basecamp for Men. I'm your host, Tony Rezac. This is the show that gives you insights and resources on how to live a more courageous life. We'll be looking at men, the current state of masculinity, and how to create a more inspiring narrative for all men. Welcome and let's get started. Hello, listeners. I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas season and are off to a good start to the new year. I got a much-needed rest, and I'm off and running now with Season 4, which I'm really excited about. 2022 will certainly be an interesting year for all of us. More and more people are waking up. Even the most positional are starting to realize, shit, I think they might be lying about some of this stuff. If you still can't admit this, it's okay. I'm not judging you. However, the truth is coming and cannot be stopped. For me, the pandemic is essentially over. It's done. It's lost all steam and credibility. I talk to people from all walks of life, all political stripes, and people just don't give a shit any longer. Omicron, it's a mild variant with no deaths. And we're supposed to stay afraid? I don't think so. And I've been watching along with you all the fully vaccinated people who are testing positive for COVID. This fact alone will wake up a lot of people. The vaccinations are not preventing people from getting or spreading the variants, and they were never designed to do so. 2022 will also be the year of letting go for many of us. Silos like Democrat, Republican, liberal, conservative, vaxxed, unvaxxed really don't mean much any longer. It seems that as Americans, we have a unique opportunity to finally transcend all that has kept us bound and separate. We are Americans. We stand for a set of principles, freedom and liberty being front and center. Do you like your liberties, your freedoms? Good. So do I. And I don't care where you are at on the political spectrum. And I will make you a promise. I won't box you in and turn you into a cliche if you can afford me the same courtesy. I respect you way too much to put you, quote unquote, over there and label you as ignorant. And we will arrive at the mountaintop together. Some are marching straight up and some are taking a more circuitous road. All good. What will happen in consciousness in 2022? Where are we at in the story? And what myths will serve us in the next year? What will Basecamp for Men explore? These are exciting questions for me. And my role in this awakening has gradually come into greater focus. I am committed to keeping a meta-narrative of we the people at all times. If I deliver an uncomfortable truth, I'm to pull back to see the bigger picture. And when people are triggered and in fear and denial, I'm to give them space to work it out. And I'm very optimistic for 2022. There will be many things unfolding, some of which will be jaw-dropping for sure. Is this the year the Great Awakening hits its stride or reaches its apex? Is this the year Americans come together to strengthen our republic? Time will tell. But one thing is for sure, we are rapidly moving towards something that will forever change the way we see the world and ourselves. Are you ready? I am. And I would like to start with an intention that 2022 be a year like no other. This is a year that truth finds you and does its magic, and that you find the resources to make sense of it all, and that you and your family are protected and assisted by the divine at all times. This is a year that humanity transmutes its fear into something that elevates us, and this is the year that we sense our essential unity and make our collective and individual choices based on that realization. Let us all step into the next chapters of our hero's journey boldly together. I am with you. Here we go. Claire Morency is a certified clinical hypnotherapist, conscious language instructor, and body language translator. Claire is a natural teacher and facilitator of health and wellness, and she has been a bridge to specific, clear, and insightful wisdom coalesced by more than 30 years of education and experience. Here's my interview with Claire Morency. Okay, I am here with Claire Morency. Claire, uh, hypnotherapist, healer. Uh, Patriot, Claire, welcome to Basecamp for Men. It is great to have you on the show. 
Thank you so much, Tony. It's an honor to be here. Yeah, you you and I, we, we spent a lovely evening uh, at a friend's house uh, and you and I got into some lively discussion and I, I immediately wanted to bring you on the show and I'm kicking off season four and I was just really excited to unpack some things on the show, but I thought a, a good way was, was to start would be just to have uh, you tell maybe a bit of your hero's journey, like how, how did you find your way? Were you always interested in uh, personal development or healing? Was that always an area of interest for you? Did you have a, a shift that maybe got you over in there? You're, you're a practicing hypnotherapist. And from talking to you, I can tell a spiritually, a spiritually oriented person. Uh, and I guess I just wanted to start by asking you like kind of in, in a short version, what's been your journey? How did you, how did you arrive at your current, you know, uh, occupation and current vision of, of what you're offering for the world? Awesome. Multiple questions in the one big question. Yeah, Thank exactly, you. exactly. Yeah, that was good. Um, adult life, lots of self-help books, um, therapy sessions, workshops. And I had a really big upgrade when I read the book, Conscious Language, The Logos of Now. And mm. that was about 15 years ago. And what that revealed to me was my language, our language, actually does lay, lay pavers of the steps of our path of where we're walking, where we're walking into. Mm. And that was a huge aha moment for me. Um, it was a book that I underlined and dog-eared and um, just gobbled up. And from there, I actually stayed with the Mastery Systems Group for about eight years and became a conscious language instructor, uh, body language translator. So every itch and scratch we have is translatable. Mm -hmm. And then I do something else that's called eye reading that we can talk about another time. Sure. But the language part was so profound to me, Tony. I noticed as I slowed my language down and really watched each word, mm -hmm. I saw where my words deviated from how I felt. Something simple, slangs, oh, that kills me, you're kidding, da da da, right. or gossip, la da 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 da. None of that was in alignment with who I am. So right. conscious language has a system of thought, word, and emotional patterns. Mm. So that opened the door to Neville. Um, Neville's a beautiful author. I read all of his books and have them on audio tape and they're supreme. That also led me into the I Am Discourses, mm. which was a huge opening for me spiritually and um, took me to a deeper place of really acknowledging and recognizing um, the God within me, mm -hmm. the um, a much deeper level of I'm a divine spirit having a human experience. That's beautiful. And yeah. oh my gosh, it was so wonderful. So then my next big aha was when um, I took some hypnotherapy sessions, about a package of 22, um, jumped right in, and it was around abundance and wealth and careers and all this loveliness. Mm -hmm. So I took a bunch of sessions and I was so dumbfounded at how significantly they worked. Mm. And wow, it was another kind of popped my cork. And it was so 
in alignment with me already being ultra aware of my language, mm -hmm. of returning to my heart and being authentic, um, that I realized, wow, there's a whole nother piece here, even with language I was missing that had to do with the subconscious mind. Yeah. That my language wasn't quite um, tapping. So um, I jumped into hypnotherapy and became a clinical hypnotherapist because I realized with my due diligence as a student and really choosing to understand me and therefore help others the best I can in a way that brings them back to their own heart center, their own God self, um, hypnosis was a beautiful uh, accelerator. Mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. it really opens the door or allows the quietness of our conscious mind to then walk into the subconscious mind and either bring forward what we don't even know is still buried there to then be loved and healed and touched and awakened mm -hmm. or and or to um, use suggestions uh, you are worthy, you are lovable, mm -hmm. you are loving, you are loved, all those things that many of us missed growing up that sure. are essential for us in our self-esteem and in our expression of life and in our careers and in our families and our communities. That's great. I mean, I, it's a, it, I'm glad you brought that up, like the language, the power of language. I remember watching Harry Potter and having Dumbledore tell Harry Potter that uh, uh, words are the most inexhaustible uh, source of magic. And, yeah. um, and I also, you know, I, I did Landmark when I was young, and that was really the first, I know people, it's, it could be considered controversial by some people. People think, oh, it's a cult or whatever. But I learned the power of, of being mindful of my words and that my words created. And there was a big difference between I was going to try to quit smoking and I was quitting smoking. There, it, it, it created a different reality for me. If I said, if I put try in there, that was just like, I was just going to try and not do it. And, and, uh, and there was just the, the way they language things, it just left an imprint on me to be mindful of how I create with my words. And it, it certainly changed uh, my life for the better. Um, and I came out of it more empowered. And I've carried those teachings with me in every single endeavor. And uh, yeah, it, it's one of those things that once you learn, whoa, there's, there's so much power in the way I use language, you're more uh, careful with the way that you use words and maybe less, uh, I, don't, I, I don't wanna say gossipy, but you're maybe hopefully more mindful and less flabby with how you describe people, places, and things, right? Yes, absolutely. And actually, the more we pay attention to our language, gossip really ends yes. because we're not yeah. present. Yep. So we're talking about the past, somebody else, what they did. Yep. yep. And um, so gossip ends, swearing is sometimes very important to emphasize, yep. but yep. the the slang swearing, casual swearing pretty much ends right? because we have a, such a beautiful toolbox with words of how to articulate exactly how we feel that yeah. is in that heart-mind coherence. Yeah, beautiful. You know, um, I got off the, the phone with a good friend of mine. Um, we had, we got reconnected after many, many years and um, you know, I'm, I'm a former liberal. My, my listeners know this well. I was a liberal for 30 years. I lived in New York City. You know, I did, I did everything that you would expect and, and, and had the beliefs of that, of that, that system. And, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have breathing room there. I moved out of it. 
And my friend and I, we're doing these, we're, we decided today we're doing these monthly calls because we feel like we can chat about things and we're going to help one another understand the other side so there's not a divide. So she has some some kind of broken relationships over on her side and I do too. And we're kind of helping one another sort of see what's there and see the shadow, maybe see some of the projections as well. Um, and you used to be a liberal as well, right? Yes. Yeah. And then what, ha- what happened for you? How, what was your move out look like? Where, wh- what happened? How long ago was it for you? Yeah. Um, I was very, I felt devout, um, you know, recycler, um, yeah. loved the earth, loved um, the ideals yep. of being liberal and felt quite um, confident and self-righteous in my state. Like yep. this is the better party. Absolutely. And yep. um, what happened for me was COVID. Mm. So, um, you know, I have a liberal and conservative friends and have my most of my adult life. So mm. I wasn't denying people in my life because they voted red. I just always felt I was better. Sure. Had a, a pretty terrible attitude. Yep. So when COVID showed up, and we had our first um, lockdown, you know, 14 days to um, bring the curve, right? Yeah, so flatten yeah. the curve. Yep. So as an athlete, so I grew up athletic. I've done three triathlons. I taught yoga for 13 years. I've been raw food. So I've always been a vital person in my heart and soul and my mind. I'm fun and silly. So yep. very alive. Yep. And so COVID shows up, flatten the curve. Okay, I'm in. And I'm listening to the news and doing what a lot of people do. And then when our first 30 days went by, I was listening and watching going, okay, we're done. The virus is, you know, gone, right? Right. I didn't get sick. Everything's cool. Like, let's go. And that didn't happen. And so I was kind of puzzled. So I hopped online to some of the doctors that I'd already been listening to and following and loving for decades, one being Dr. Mercola. Yep. So he was one of my go-tos. So I hopped onto his website to get his take on the coronavirus. And he was speaking the truth. Like, yep. nope, you know, it might hurt people. It might kill people. But the comorbidities are what does it. Not yep. the virus. No different than the flu. And I'm listening to this in the affirmation of what I knew to be true also. Mm-hmm. So then I dialed up a few other of these uh, holistic, natural health, whole body doctors. Yep. And this story was the same. Yep. So the yep. next step was I called my sister, who's an RN of over 40 years, and she and I are talking, and she tells me there's something fishy about this. And I said, me too. Yep. And she was told to modify all the protocols for anybody who has a sore throat, um, achy bones, headache, coughs, mm-hmm. or sneezing, which is all just regular influenza symptoms. Sure. And that just ruffled her big time. Absolutely. Now that's called COVID. Yeah, yeah. So she and I got spinning together. And what happened for me, Tony, is when the narrative on who I was watching faithfully at the time, New York Times was Mm -hmm. my go-to newspaper and reading material. Yep. A little bit of BBC. 
And listening to them and then watching the doctors and listening to the YouTubes they were putting out, the, the divide was spreading rather than coming together. Yeah, for sure. And, oh, I have chills now telling you, I realized what is going on? Like, wait a minute, how mm. come these things, well, why aren't we beginning to come together? 30 days is up, let's go. Yeah. And so then the aha was when I went, look, if the New York Times and uh, BBC is not telling the truth about this, what else are they lying about? Right. And then I opened a huge can of worms. Yep. And I took a deep dive. I followed the thread on even who President Trump was. I didn't right. like him. Right. I yeah, I just thought he was a jerk and you know, yeah. chauvinist and all those beliefs. Yeah. And I realized, oh my gosh, do I have the right thoughts and beliefs about him? Exactly. So I deep dived into the global warming, Trump, more on COVID, who's you know, Anthony Fauci, you know, who else is talking? What are other narratives not on mainstream? So I got yeah. introduced then to Del Big Tree at the High Wire and several others mm -hmm. and was listening very closely and then noticed, and here's part of the hypnosis trance aspect of it, that channel four, five, seven, and nine were all saying the exact same cadence and same words. Yep. And I did a, uh, 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 you know, yeah, this know. is, this is a big tell where mm -hmm. these others like yourself with a podcast that's independent, were describing it in, in their own words, their own research, their own way. Yeah. And so um, I followed the thread for, and watched both sides for several months and just knew, just trusting my body, like, I'm healthy. This is not what they're saying it is. And um, I really had to swallow my own red pill yeah. of, um, you know, that what I had been told was a lot of lies. And yeah. that was really difficult. I had a big ego fall. Oh, man, I hear you. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I, it was not, I was not happy. I mean, I was very, and it was good. Hallelujah. Yeah. I mean, I'm very happy. I went there and, um, it was good for me to see my, um, arrogance and where I was standing. Mm -hmm. And now I have a huge amount of compassion for my friends who were still left, who, yeah. you know, love and support that. And my new friends who are right. Yeah. Um, on the right side. And so many of me and us is, are in the middle. I'm yeah. still witnessing, watching what is next. You know, what is next to be revealed mm -hmm. in it? So if the myself included, the left was in a hypnotic trance, does that mean the right is? And I believe right. yes. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and pieces of my day, I still notice I'm in a trance. We all mm -hmm. can hop in our car and drive to the grocery store and not even know how we got in the parking spot. 
Right. Those are little trances that our our body just automatically does. So being right, right. aware of these plus many others that the media now puts at us is huge. So my radar is up. I'm very, very alert and watching for signs and subtleties. I love I love hearing your story about that. I, I I've unpacked it a few times with people that used to be identified on the left. I, I think I'm hoping 2022 is the year that we stop using liberal, conservative, libertarian, like stop. I don't, I don't, I don't like being labeled. I don't want to label anybody. And it's also for me, I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to be taking the arrogance that I had when I was a liberal, because I just felt like, like you said, it was the better side. It was the more educated side. It was a side that was socially conscious. They, that know, knew about the planet and knew about diversity and all. I don't want to take the same kind of standing above an arrogance that I had there and then move over to the other side and say, look at the dumb, uh, sheeple or the normies that can't see what we're seeing. Cause it's just the same kind of thing from the other side. Like it's not really, I don't see it helping us. I don't feel that way about my friends on the left. They see it different, but I don't, I don't think they're dumb. And a lot of the language from the right, from the libertarians and the people that are so that are awake, uh, is pointed. And when are they going to figure it out? And I'm sick of this, you know, blah, blah, blah. And to circle back around to your original point, like, I feel like the people that are awake need to be very, very good with language because name calling right now to the other side is sloppy. I don't think it gets us where we want to go, which is how do we get our arms around everybody that we care about? Because we're a diverse in terms of how we see the pandemic, how we see vaccines, how we see wearing masks. It's different person to person. I'm totally fine with however anybody wants to make their choices. I'm okay with um, I just want to be given the same space to make my choices and trust that I'm an intelligent person uh, making my own way through this, just like everybody. And my hope is that 2022 is the year that we go, we're going to give everybody space. Um, I don't know how you feel about that, but that's that's kind of my take on the, the, the COVID thing and the vaccinations and the masks, all the stuff that we've been you know, talking about, it seems like for years and years and years now, but um, I guess it's only been two years. But I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Two that feels like 20. Right. Yes, right. I agree. And my take on this 2022 is a little bigger um, perspective, a little higher view. And that is meaning that when what I realized is a conversation of, as you brought forward of, you know, right or left, well, blue or red, all that goes away. It doesn't have to do with sex. It doesn't have to do with religion. It doesn't have to do with demographics or geographics at all anymore. What's happening with this great awakening, quote unquote, is us remembering who we are as divine beings or a spark of God or yeah. a, a sentinel of the universe, All whatever beautiful word you choose to do mm -hmm. to describe yourself and one another is the recognition that I believe is happening right now and continually is that we no longer need to see any other divisiveness that when we really look in each other's eyes and see the soul deep inside, we see ourselves. Mm -hmm. And in doing so, we can then love each other, you know, love thy brother as thyself. And those 
laws, universal laws come forward in such a big way because those are the foundations that we can stand on that then everything else falls away. All the other name calling just drops away. Yeah. 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 Cause I, I, I don't know about you. I don't, I don't feel good when I'm, when I'm creating division, it just doesn't feel it like to your point, it does not, speak to the divine in, in either of us, you know, it's, it's just, it's participating in the separation, which is an old ego language separation game that is, we seem to be evolving out of, thankfully. Um, and there's more and more mystics and thought leaders and just healers and, and people that are wise that are sort of creating this neural pathway that is higher than all the division, which is, is great. And I see you doing that work. You know, it's funny. I uh, I think living in a in Seattle, it's it's very blue, very liberal here. And uh, you know, I think I know there's people that believe the narrative, but I'm starting to see a lot of things starting to crack. I I get an opportunity to talk to quite a few people, and you know, I just ask questions. I'm like, isn't it? Don't you find it weird that? the people that are fully vaccinated at these companies that they're getting all these COVID cases, you know, and they, and, and people were like, I know I can't make sense of it. It's, it's not, it's not stopping the virus. It's like, I know it's not, is it? You know, I just kind of like, it's not, is it? No, it's not. They never, there's still, you can see there's a group that's working their way to maybe where you got, where they're going to be like, they're close to that, that tipping point where they're going to go, I think they're lying about a lot of things, you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. and, they, and they may even think it themselves, but it's so scary um, to actually say, I think they're lying about a lot of things. A lot of this stuff doesn't make sense. You know, I, I see really smart people working their way towards that aha. And, um, you know, it's the, 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 the tricks that have been kind of used on us. I think uh, what you said earlier and how, um, I think people mistakenly think that the media is kind of these independent arms that all they don't coordinate with one another. But that's as, as you pointed out, that's not true. If you put on any of them, including Fox for the for that matter, mm-hmm. you're going to hear variations of basically the same exact thing. Now, somebody would say, "Well, isn't that what's going on? Isn't that the truth?" But a little bit of critical thinking and a little bit of investigative journalism starts to show that there's something going on that's behind it. It's not that hard to pick up. Once you start to look honestly and without criticism or judgment, you start to see a pattern. And um, yeah, I just, one of the things that you said in your writing is, is the importance of guarding your mind. I, that jumped out at me. How, how do you, how do you guard your mind? Do you just turn off all the news? How do you, how do you track what's going on? Uh, guard your mind, still get input that might be important, but not be sort of hypnotized or have these mind tricks put played on you where what you're believing is maybe not what, what is actually going on? Um, it's a wonderful question and so fabulous to even contemplate because mm-hmm. in our contemplation, our minds turned on mm-hmm. and we're thinking about it and we're using both sides of our hemispheres of our brain. Yeah. So um, technique wise, it's really, it can be really simple if we're, if we follow a few steps. And the first thing is what you did with you and I today is mm-hmm. to have an intent. Mm-hmm. Wake up in the morning. What's your intent for the day? Mm-hmm. You know, goodness, love, kindness, and or achieve 
success, you know, contact five clients, whatever your thing yeah. is, have yeah. your intent that is meaningful, that also truly conveys your authenticity on the planet. Mm-hmm. And um, so with having your vision and your desire and your outcome in mind, um, it's important to know that our mind is always on. Mm-hmm. And so we need to then notice when we are in this guilt, blame, shame past mm-hmm. or in the worry, stress future, and then come back to our present moment. So just practicing being aware and coming back, bringing our trajectory back where we choose to be is a huge exercise to guard our mind. And the other parts are very, very um, literal and basic. Yeah, you turn off your screen, you turn off your TV. Um, They are so skilled at bombarding us with everything and anything, products, what they want. Of you course. know, but yeah. it, uh, it just is ongoing. Yeah. And when we slow our thinking down, we become much clearer in our own mind. And therefore we accomplish more. We can be more focused. We can ha- follow our intent for three hours instead of three minutes and check yeah. our phone. And so that kind of brain training is really important too. Um, and then what we realize we're really doing in this guarding your mind is unlearning. Mm-hmm. It's really, uh, you know, oh, t- throw that out. Oh, thank you. I don't need that. And just come back to center and back to center. It's funny. We, we, we are so addicted to technology. I'm speaking for myself here as well as the tribe. I mean, I can't, I can't even think straight if I don't have my phone nearby. Like I'm like, where's my phone, you know? And even though I, gravitate towards uplifting content and things that I can like, oh man, that's so great. Or I like the way that writer said that or whatever. Um, I'm still being, I'm still being subliminally affected by big media and by, and by big tech. And I mean, it's a collective addiction. My whole family has it. Um, I have one close friend one friend, my friend, Mary Abrams, she is such a badass. She still to this day does not have a cell phone. And I'm like, you you go girl. I'm like, (laughs) you are the most amazing. Like, she's just like, I just feel like it just, it's just a big distraction. I don't need it. Like people can call me at home or whatever. I'm just like, wow. I mean, her, her commitment to herself and not be and guarding her mind. Basically, I, I don't think she'd say it that way, but her commitment to just living organically and not being so caught up in technology um, is astounding to me when I look at at everybody else because I don't know another person like her. Um, and yeah. she lives and she lives in the middle of New York City. You know, I mean, she's in a big, thriving city. Wow. And she's just like, no, I don't want a cell phone. I don't see a real need for it. And I'm like, wow. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I want- so this technique that I talked about, Tony, I do it myself. I walk around and see my phone in my hand and go, oh my gosh, I mm-hmm. picked that up again. Yeah. And so I deliberately not just, you know, turn off the, you know, news or media, which I'm really on anyway, but yep. tuck it away. And one exercise I've given myself is when I go out for a walk or a hike, I do not bring my phone with me. Yeah, that's great. And, you know, at times that feels kind of weird or, oh, I wish I had it for a picture. 
But yeah. I know overall that I'm really freeing myself from it. And yeah. so the more we can have segmented times to be away from it and then notice how focused we are and how calm we are right. and how present we are to what's really happening in our world, which is right in front of us. Yeah, you're a practicing hypnotherapist, and I brought you on because I've never had a hypnotherapist on. And hypnotherapy, I was a I was a body worker, a structural body worker for 20 years, and so I was around tons of different modalities, healing modalities, uh, everything under the sun. I, I I came into contact with, including hypnotherapy, and it always kind of existed a little on the fringes. And my sense is like people don't really um, think about it when they're when they're tackling some of their challenges. And I want to give you a chance to talk about like what kinds of things maybe people come to you or what it's really effective with. Because my sense with hypnotherapy to the theme of the show that we've been talking about is how powerful language is. And that I know a ton of people that I still know some people that smoke cigarettes and all of them want to quit. Um, they have tried a number of different things, but none of them have tried hypnotherapy. I know people that are, would love to lose weight. They've tried a whole bunch of systems and that hasn't worked. And hypnotherapy to me seems like, why not try this over here? It seems like it's got this kind of transcendent quality to it. It could create some really big changes that maybe you've had this obstacle in your way for you know, a decade or more, maybe, you know, three decades, you've been in this habit. I, I think uh, it, it works in that kind of subconscious realm that can really trip us up. We all, we're such creatures of habit. And sometimes we just can't get out of our own way. Um, you know, maybe eating sugar is a comfort food. And so we can, once we feel lonely or, or bored, we reach for, you know, the cookies or whatever it is. And we binge eat because it kind of gives us that dopamine rush, but, and we can never quite get out of the loop. And my sense with hypnotherapy is, is that it could work in some of the nooks and crannies that maybe people have a difficult time when they're like, I'd really love to change that. And I can never seem to quite turn the corner on that. Uh, and I wanted to give you a chance to just talk about maybe some of the conditions that, that you feel like it works really well with. Yes. So yeah. everything you mentioned, Tony, mm -hmm. smoking, weight loss, sugar cravings, um, those all um, hypnosis works really well mm -hmm. because, as you said, we're talking now to the subconscious mind, to the body, where the habits actually live, where the memories live, mm -hmm. where the reasons behind smoking live. Um and then the other thing it's so effective for are things like self-esteem and self-confidence mm. or uh, fear of speaking in public, um, mm. sleeping well, and just being relaxed. There's a huge amount of fear and anxiousness that I'm seeing now yeah. um, that people come in for. And so hypnosis um, is a way to train people, tr to train their own bodies how to relax. And... Let's see, um, attracting positive people, worthwhile friendships, mm -hmm. um, jobs. It can really um, help athletic performance. And that's um, a biggie that um, Tiger Woods used hypnosis. And yeah. we know about his career. And um, the other things are the, um, you know, reversing self-defeating behaviors. And that's mm -hmm. the self-talk, rumin uh, mm -hmm. ruminating in your mind. And you regain your personal power because this is all what is happening 
for you, the client, in your subconscious mind. And I just do a guidance. Mm -hmm. And we begin by co-creating what um, what custom suggestions that a person wants to go into their subconscious mind while they free themselves from the unwanted ones. Mm-hmm. And so it's all completely custom for each person. And um, it's really a beautiful and effective way to heal that's really accelerated as opposed to like the talk therapy that yeah, people yeah. can be in talk therapy for years. Oh, yeah, and forever. Feel right. good ish. Yeah. Or have a few breakthroughs. But, you know, we know so much about the mind and the heart now that even our heart has these 40,000 point neuron network, which is more than our mind. Well, I was going to ask you, like, what what is the sweet spot? Like, I, I know it's probably customized for each person, but do, do you find that, like, you know, if the person comes in and does, you know, uh, three to five sessions, or is it, you know, eight to 10 sessions on a particular thing? I know it's it's individual, and it, it's not necessarily a cookie cutter thing, but let's say somebody came in with any of the things we just talked about, fear of public speaking, they don't want to give uh, a presentations when they want to get over it and feel like they can do it. Um, is it is it something that is a... a do you have a set, I guess, you know, where you're like, we're going to do, we're going to do this, you know, a half dozen times once a month or every week, or, you know, what's, what's the interval and what, what do you feel like is the most optimal for people typically? Most optimal is completely independent. So Mm -hmm. most optimal one is one session. People sleep so much better, feel relaxed, feel relieved, Mm -hmm. feel more present in their own heart and Mm -hmm. body. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a package of three sessions that is fairly popular because it's bigger than a toe dip for people. Yep. And um, then they get into a little bit deeper work. Um, then I have a six and a 10. And honestly, Tony, most people come in and buy the 10 for me. Mm-hmm. And either they intuitively know, oh, I got a lot of work to do, mm-hmm. even though they come in for weight loss. Mm-hmm. Because what happens is, you know, gaining weight is a symptom to a deeper problem. Mm-hmm. And so I, my hunch is that people who come in for weight loss may be because they've tried every single diet on the planet or sure. because they just intuitively know, oh, there's something bigger than just losing 10 or 20 pounds mm-hmm. that this can help me with. Right. So um, there isn't a cookie cutter and... Um, I say, you know, just intuitively pick one. Yeah. There's a single, a three, a six, and a 10. And uh, it can go on from there. That's beautiful. Well, Claire, thanks so much for coming on Basecamp for Men and sharing your insight and wisdom. We'll we'll set up, uh, we'll get everybody aligned with your website in the outro when I record that. But I just want to really thank you for coming on. I really appreciate your energy. I appreciate your alignment and your truth. Uh, and thank you so much today. Thanks so much for having me on, Tony. It was really a pleasure. I hope you enjoyed our interview with Claire. For me, hypnotherapy has always existed in those in-between spaces, meaning that because it addresses your subconscious mind and how you use language and self-talk, it has the power and the ability to affect positive change in the area or areas that you're struggling with. And I think it could be an important tool in your toolbox if you're looking to transform something that might be stuck. And Claire has graciously given Basecamp listeners a generous discount. If you're ready for a change and want to get started working with Claire, simply email her at www.claire.com 
more on chypnotherapy.com and mention Basecamp in the email and she will discount your first session by $50. I'm planning on working a bit with Claire in 2022 to see what hypnotherapy is like and see if I can shift some old mindsets that no longer work so well. Thank you for listening. It's good to be back. If you find value in our show and wish to show us some love, we are now making that very easy to do. You simply go to www.basecampformen.com and click on Donate Support Basecamp. You'll find an easy way to make either monthly donations for as little as $5 a month, or you can donate just once. We love the monthly donation and hope to build this up over the coming months, but any show of support is greatly appreciated, honestly. Thank you for your support and for helping to keep Basecamp as a resource on your hero's journey. That's our show for today. Thank you for listening. Men, good luck in all your endeavors and good luck on your hero's journey. This is Tony Rezac, and you're listening to Base Camp for Men.